Childhood by Richard Aldington Read for LibriVox.org by Thomas Peter 1. The bitterness, the misery, the wretchedness of childhood put me out of love with God. I can't believe in God's goodness. I can believe in many avenging gods. Most of all, I believe in gods of bitter dullness, cruel local gods who seared my childhood. 2. I've seen people put a chrysalis in a matchbox, to see, they told me, what sort of moth would come. But when it broke its shell, it slipped and stumbled and fell about its prison, and tried to climb to the light for space to dry its wings. That's how I was. Somebody found my chrysalis and shut it in a matchbox. My shriveled wings were beaten, shed their colors in dusty scales before the box was opened for the moth to fly. And then it was too late, because the beauty a child has, and the beautiful things it learns before its birth, were shed like moth scales for me. 3. I hate that town. I hate the town I lived in when I was little. I hate to think of it. There were always clouds, smoke, rain in that dingy little valley. It rained. It always rained. I think I never saw the sun until I was nine. And then it was too late. Everything's too late after the first seven years. That long street we lived in was duller than a drain and nearly as dingy. There were the big college and the pseudo-Gothic town hall. There were the sordid provincial shops, the grocers and the shops for women, the shop where I bought transfers, and the piano and gramophone shop where I used to stand staring at the huge, shiny pianos and at the pictures of a white dog looking into a gramophone. How dull and greasy and grey and sordid it was. On wet days, it was always wet. I used to kneel on a chair and look at it from the window. The dirty yellow trams dragged noisily along with a clatter of wheels and bells and a humming of wires overhead. They threw up the filthy rainwater from the hollow lines, and then the water ran back full of brownish foam bubbles. There was nothing else to see. It was all so dull, except a few grey legs under shiny black umbrellas running along the grey shiny pavements. Sometimes there was a wagon whose horses made a strange loud hollow sound with their hoofs through the silent rain. And there was a grey museum full of dead birds and dead insects and dead animals and a few relics of the Romans, dead also. There was a seafront, a long asphalt walk with a bleak road beside it, three piers, a row of houses, and a salt, dirty smell from the little harbour. It was like a moth, like one of those grey emperor moths, which flutter through the vines at Capri. And that damned little town was my matchbox, against whose sides I'd beat and beat until my wings were torn and faded and dingy as that damned little town. 4. At school it was just dull as that dull high street. They taught me pothooks. I wanted to be alone although I was so little, alone, away from the rain, the dinginess, the dullness, away somewhere else. The town was dull, the front was dull, 
The high street and the other street were dull. And there was a public park, I remember, and that was damned dull, too, with its beds of geraniums no one was allowed to pick, and its clipped lawns you weren't allowed to walk on, and the goldfish pond you mustn't paddle in, and the gate made out of a whale's jawbones, and the swings, which were for board-school children, and its gravel paths. And on Sundays they rang the bells from Baptist and Evangelical and Catholic churches. They had the Salvation Army. I was taken to a high church. The parson's name was Mowbray, which is a good name, but he thinks too much of it. That's what I heard people say. I took a little black book to that cold, gray, damp-smelling church, and I had to sit on a hard bench wriggle off it to kneel down when they sang psalms, and wriggle off it to kneel down when they prayed. And then there was nothing to do except to play trains with the hymn books. There was nothing to see, nothing to do, nothing to play with, except that in an empty room upstairs there was a large tin box containing reproductions of the Magna Carta, of the Declaration of Independence, and of a letter from Raleigh after the Armada. There were also several packets of stamps, yellow and blue Guatemala parrots, blue stags and red baboons and birds from Sarawak, Indians and men of war from the United States, and the green and red portraits of King Francobolo of Italy. 5. I don't believe in God. I do believe in avenging gods, who plague us for sins we never sin, but who avenge us. That's why I'll never have a child, never shut up a chrysalis in a matchbox, for the moth to spoil and crush its bright colors, beating its wings against the dingy prison wall. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.